right, here we go. Episode two of Silo. This one's called Holston's Pick. Yep. Apple Pluses. Apple Pluses. Silo. Silo. Thanks for correcting me. No, <laughs> I'm not correcting. I just want to remind people, right? Because some someone might stumble upon this and hasn't watched the show no, you're and right. want to know right. where it is. Because yeah. I think it's a hidden gem. And we were just talking about it offline that some of these shows that Apple, that they don't really promote them that much. They don't. They're like, yeah. And there's, some of them are really good. I don't remember seeing, I don't remember hearing this show promoted at all. I remember just coming across it, you know, just like looking for something to watch. Go, this looks interesting. Yeah. I, did, it, I remember reading a couple of things, up and coming shows maybe one or two articles, but like you, I was on Apple Plus scrolling through and I was like just watching trailers and I'm like, okay, this could be something. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the the main, the most of the actors on there are not tremendously well-known, like um, Rebecca Ferguson. She, you know, some people, if you watch her stuff, people know, but she's yeah, not she, like yeah. rolls off. If you go to the, somebody down, you know, on the street, you know who Rebecca Ferguson is. No. No, I mean, if you're big into, like, Mission Impossible. Yeah, Mission Impossible. I would go, like, I know that girl. Her name is... Ah, let me look this up on IMDb real quick. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, so real fast before we get into the show. Uh, seems like you've had a busy day so far. Dude. Yeah, man. Uh, first of all, I, getting old sucks. Yesterday, uh, in my in, I have a room where, you know, a quote-unquote game room. I fall asleep with my uh, one-year-old on me, and I... I I tweaked the, my lower back. I'm in so much pain right now. My lower back is like driving me nuts. I've had back issues before from an accident back in like 06, you know? So, um, and I've had a couple of reoccurring issues with it, but now it's like really tweaked. And I had to go and build my son a new bed. You know, he's turning four at the end of the month. So it was time to, you know, get him onto something bigger. Right. And, you know, I hate putting in some of those things together because they make no sense. Like, you got to put those little dowels in, uh, like, the brackets that hold the frame. And they have you screw in the, the, the headboard and the feet, you know, beforehand. So then when you're trying to put it in, you, there's no give. There's no room to put it, put it like, adjust it in properly. So it's like they, didn't, they would think to, like, don't attach the feet first so you have some room to expand it so it can right. actually fit but it is what it is what you been up to man <laughs> i just hate those things those you know anyway uh yeah i just went and picked up my son from woodward yesterday um so how was that it was a nice little drive um he did not seem that excited to see me so it's <laughs> totally fine and then i thought maybe we'd be spending some time yesterday together and then today but he's already out and about doing his thing so i got to you know maybe have a a five minute long conversation with him spread out through 24 hours <laughs> about how was the skating camp yeah and even that i didn't really get that much information um but it seemed like he had fun that's really all that matters so there are good, some good kids fun. they like my daughter you know driving home from school how was school good great you know it's it's like you got to really dig and unfortunately i'm like that and my wife hates it you know i'll come home from work and she's like how was work and it's like, it was all right, you know, but she wants like details. Yeah, details. And it's, it's just, some people are just wired that way, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, anyways, let's jump into this. <laughs> all right. Episode two, uh, Holston's pick. All right. Um, so now it seems like we're more, we're not necessarily in the, we're kind of like, it kind of goes back and forth this episode. It goes a little bit with the present and then it also goes back like about a year. And you get to see how Holston uh, met um, Juliet. Juliet. Mm -hmm. And Juliet, 
seems to be the main star of the show. So this, she's pretty much kept out of the entire first yeah. episode to the very end. You see her kind of like her Luke Skywalker moment on the at the end of uh, Force Awakens. She just wasn't throwing her tool behind her or something. Anyways, that's my last nerd ver- uh, Star Wars thing. Hey, this is a nerd show, so I can drop nerd movies and nerd nerd. Uh, Silo's not a nerd show. It's a good show. It's I mean, okay, it's it is yeah okay. Anyways, so it kind of it goes back and forth a little bit, which I which I like. Um, you get to see the dynamic on how uh, Juliet and um, and Holston kind of like what their main I guess. Uh, bond that kind of brings them together a little bit it's really you come to find out the the, towards the end of the episode which is you know that that both of their significant others knew each other and they kind of kind of discovered something together it seems the hard drive the hard drive right so but this episode starts with um kind of the present where it shows a halstead about to be sent outside to clean yeah um and then he goes outside and you get to see something. It's this adds a little bit more of the mystery to like what's actually going on. So you get to see what I guess what his wife saw, which is it looks green outside. So yeah. he goes and he wipes the the sees camera. Birds. He sees birds. We flush green. Does, he doesn't know what they he are. Doesn't know what it is. But he sees them. But he sees them. Um. So, but you you get to see like he sees the green lushness, and he goes and he cleans the camera and stuff, and he decides to take his helmet. So this is. This is where it gets a little. When he starts to choke. Yeah, but before then, when he's scanning around, he doesn't. We notice that you don't see a body anywhere. You don't yeah, see his wife's body, or you don't see anybody else's bodies, right? Yeah. But when he finally takes the mask off, it seems like he goes and crawls to her. But you don't actually get to see from his perspective. From his perspective, because, with the mask off. Yeah. Right. Throughout this part, you're they the the camera shows you what he's seeing. Yeah. You know, unlike um, you know, before with the wife. Right. You know, we just saw her smile, right? And then she cleaned. She smiles because she thinks that she was right. And you get the, yeah. And, yeah. and you saw a little, you, you know. But in, in this episode, they actually show you his eyes seeing, you know, the green. And, and right. th- we finally see the camera that everybody, that's providing the feed. It's in like this little bunker kind of. Right, yeah. Protective thing. And, and yeah. you know, so, so, but when he starts to to choke or die he decides to take his helmet off and from that point once he takes his helmet off we don't see what he sees anymore right we just see um we see people watching from inside the silo him struggling to move but like you mentioned we don't th- there's no bodies when 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 we're watching it In, from, from from the helmet from inside the helmet right so it, it really brings up now which is which is it at this point is it the what people are seeing in the helmet that's fake right and what they see in the silo is real or is it vice versa what they see in the silo is fake and what's in their helmet is real and let's throw this out there also which i think you pointed it out you don't actually see him die yeah like you don't see his percent you don't see his facial expression die like you don't see him go out you just kind of see yeah. from the camera angle in the silo yeah so it's in still, the silo we see him die in the silo you see him die right so mm. we don't know if it's true because he like um He's taking. He takes the helmet off. So if those who are believing the theory that maybe they're poisoning them, like you brought that up, yeah, right, and it, the very first time you're like they're poisoning them in the suit. Because what's the suit for? Exactly. Because the suit's clearly not doing anything. Whatever toxins out in the world is getting through there. Is that just basically just a giant filtration device that's behind? Yeah, him, maybe a little, that- a few minutes of air, so you can clean enough air for you to clean. That's one one speculation. Or it is poison in Make there. Make a bigger tank. Like you said, <laughs> they don't want him to live. It's you, punishment, right? This is the death penalty. Right. So they give him a, a few a little a few minutes for them to 
be, walk outside, see, clean, and then you go. But to your 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 first speculation of they're poisoning them out I th- there. I think they are still. I think you they're know? poisoning them when they go out there. So now the if they are, let's let's go on that premise. If they're poisoning them, if he takes his helmet off, did he get enough poison to kill himself? Or now that he's going to breathe in quote unquote fresh air, does he not die? Because they like you said, they don't show they show him dying from the perspective of the silo. Which in this theory, if they're killing them, that is a f- bad feed, right? Right. It's a yeah. Now, if you go on the other side, let's say it is the feed in the silo is correct, right? Mm-hmm. And what he sees is wrong, right? The he sees the green when he takes off the helmet. Does he now see his 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 wife's body there? And I mean, that's why he, that's what they see, right? It's, it's either those. It's, it's one of those two scenarios, right? It's what it's that's what it seems like. That like when he takes the helmet off, he does see where his wife is. That's where he crawls to it. Or there's theory, theory C, where mm-hmm. the fee that you see isn't like you. Part of it is real, and part of it is obviously filtered out. So mm-hmm. maybe that whole end scene is actually maybe they're not dead. Maybe when they take there's the helmet off, so they pass out, and there's another feed that's there that basically is you know, I don't know. We're there's there's a couple of different ways this thing can go. Yeah, and you know what? I appreciate I appreciate that that they are, you know, a couple of episodes in there's still the possibility one way or the other. Right. So, it's still it's still well done. Yeah. Well, let's... So now that now that he's now everybody it's like an event watching this this thing. Juliet is down there with everybody else who's in mechanical or the bottom what do they call them down low whatever yeah, uh, in the deep or something yeah. whatever they're all watching they're placing bets she sees him pass away and she's she's angry like she walks storms out screaming yeah and and that's how the the soft opening right right begins yeah she then she storms over to um martha walker's the the lady that has that fixes everything listening yeah. to scanners and you know she's kind of like i guess she's trying to you know, avoid talking, and then finally she tells the story, and that's when we get pushed back a year. Yeah. To why she's pissed off at Holston. Yeah, you get to see like how they actually met and um, what brings them together, obviously. Yeah. And so it starts off with, I mean, we know that Holston, like from the, the way the last episode ended, we know that Holston goes down to the bottom to meet Juliet because Juliet says that. Um, George Wilkins. George Wilkins uh, did not commit suicide. He was murdered. Yes. Right? And so this brings us back to that point on how they basically, like, you know. Why she said that. Why she said that. Um, and, you know, it turns out they were in a relationship yeah. together. And yeah. that was, like, her significant other. Nobody knew about it because I guess it's not sanctioned. Yeah, you got to, you know. got to fill out the right paperwork, I guess, yeah, to figure gotta, out, like, if you can have, a, like, a it's relationship like an office, with someone. It's like an office relationship, you know. Yeah. You got to, some offices, they want to know if anybody's dating and stuff like that. So that's, that brings me a good question. So how about this? I mean, when do you think, this might get a little weird, but when do you think they actually give the birth control method to the females? As soon as they probably, you know, maybe early on or before so it's, their it's, first period or, So you, you don't know? think it's like when they de- declare that they're in a relationship, that's when they get it? No, because, you could, I mean, unfortunately, the world, you never know what can happen, you know? Right. Curiosity. So you think it's right. Criminal. 13 years old, 12 Or 12, old. 10, yeah. 11. Like, before, the maybe there's an age they get before they have their first menstrual cycle, you're getting the, the, the thing. The, so they're the, growing up with that thing inside of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's, a, it's an apocalyptic world, man. This is the stuff you got to do. Anyways, <laughs> gotta keep the numbers in check. But yeah, they're in a relationship, and she's adamant that he, she, 
he didn't kill himself. Right. You know, because things were looking great up until that night when she goes back to their place and he's not there. Right. And then she finds the Pez dispenser and then the note that we couldn't really read until later on in the episode. Yeah, the first part of the note, um, she ends up, well, not to jump too quickly, but she gives, when she's talking to Holston, we find out that first part says, I found what I was looking for. Is that what it says? No, that's what the bottom of the well, note that's says. The, bottom the top says, of the note says... Um, oh, do you remember where you last you, place you, you, you saw the... Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, going back to where... Uh, they all go to the spot where the body was found, yeah. right? And Halstead already kind of knows. He's already yeah. figured out that he was that Julie He's a good was in, cop. Yeah, Julie was in a relationship, but because of the watch that she's wearing. Remember, yeah. like, you see the watch in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently that watch was handed over to Juliet. So he kind of already has an idea that they're in a relationship, especially yeah. since she's so adamant to say that he didn't oh, yeah. commit suicide. And she's uncomfortable there. Totally uncomfortable there. And then so he invites her to go check check out the body at the morgue. Maybe you might see something I can't see. And then he goes and he checks the wrists and he says, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes uh, people that commit suicide, they slit their wrists first before yep. they jump to make sure that the job's done. Yep. And what he's really looking for is the watch. Yeah. And we kind of put you we Just to re- confirm, double yeah. confirm that. Right. Yeah, they're definitely together. Yeah. Because then when they go back into their their cafeteria, he kind of divulges that to her, like, so how long have you guys been together? Right. She denies it. He just blows right past it and and um, you know, is pretty much I'm sure you guys are together because of the watch, you know. Right, right. And so she finally admits it in her own way, but yeah. then says, you know, uh she She he, wants to show her the she, the relic. Right. Well, he basically says you have to trust me to show me all this stuff, right? Yeah. And so she basically says, like, she implies that the reason why she knows um, he got killed. That he got killed because of what he gave her. Yeah. And so she's hesitant to tell him what it is because it is a relic. Yeah. And so he basically says, you know, whatever you show me, it'll. I'll just basically, you know, say... Act like I found it. I'll say I found it somewhere else. Have to, we don't have to say that I found it with you. Yeah. So she takes it back to her place. She shows him the Pez dispenser. And then that's the beginning of their adventure together. Well, yeah. really, she's going to take him now to the unknown, bottom of the silo. Yep. And then kind of the what we saw from the blueprint from the first episode yeah. that he found on the hard drive yeah. with Halston's wife. Yeah. He, he, like you said, he takes her to their love nest, yeah. you know, nicely decorated, lit. They show you the giant drill that made the big old hole to build out the silo. Right. It was pretty impressive. It looked like, you know, look like some out of the matrix, right? Remember the, yeah. gi- remember those giant machines, in the matrix that were trying to drill down to, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. what was the name of the city in a matrix in matrix? Oh, um, Oh, thirty dang. points! Thirty points! Oh, I, thirty points! Thirty points! I'm going in! I'm going in! I'm going in! The name, Zion! Zion! Darn it! Load it up. <laughs> and there it is, Zion! You yeah, it, Zion! Okay, good job. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, and it it also reminded me like the drill heads reminded me of you know the drills they use in Armageddon. You know, Bruce Willis's drill heads right. to drill into the asteroid. Right. You know, it had a like a bunch of huge versions of those. And it was a nice hole, and it was just stuck there. And you see a ton of water on the bottom. Yeah. Right. So the guy he's been he's been hanging out there because we're assuming he's been looking for that door yeah. to wherever that door leads. Right. That's what he's. That's his end goal. Well, I'm assuming that because what he saw in the blueprints in the first uh, episode. Yeah. He's the one who who knocks the wall down behind the sign mm-hmm. to go down the hallway, and then he's yeah. the one who knocks down. Like he knows exactly where to drill yeah. to get where the ladder is, which. That was a pretty good guess, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, he finds the place. And so he's on a mission. Yeah. And at some point, Juliet kind of tags along with him because, you know, I'm assuming they he 
need, you need to have somewhere to have your relationship because it's not sanctioned. Yeah. So he basically takes her down there, woos her with the, his findings, and then there you go. But doesn't quite tell her exactly what he's looking for, though. No. He, he, he says, it, he says it's underwater, right? No, I, uh, he didn't say that. He just he just says... I think he does imply for, it's underwater. He, he, That's he, why the he, rope's there. No, but he just says... He just said, I'm looking for a door. He didn't say anything about the water. He didn't mention water. He just said... That she, she asked him, why do you have all this rope? He's like, because I'm going to the past, right. whatever. And then when they're in the bed, he, what are you looking for? He's like, a door. And then, you no, know, she, 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 she interrupts him about the door. They, they never talk about water. Really. No, she does. Because I remember her specifically saying, it's underwater. You can't breathe underwater. You die underwater. So Was, it, was she talking that to Holston or him? I think that might have been with Holston. Ooh. It's possible. Yeah. If anybody wants to call us out on this, yeah, I, I don't, re- I don't, I don't remember exactly, but I, I, I don't remember it with, or maybe it was. Either way, either way, it's yeah. kind of irrelevant to be honest with you with what's going on in the show, whether <laughs> whether she actually knew or not. It doesn't really make, it doesn't really matter that much. Yeah, because she doesn't even know where the door is going. She, he just says it's a door. Well, nobody knows. He says a door to the past. That's all he says, right? Maybe he thinks it's the door to outside. Why would you want to go there if everybody's dying to go outside? It has to be something better maybe it's you know what uh judicial is hiding and talking about judicial it's the first time we actually see someone ju- from there yeah judicial because now with um to to pivot now that the the sheriff is 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 gone the mayor and marns deputy marns are and and probably everybody in the cell are worried about another upheaval another rebellion right so people are starting to like collect you know pipes and hammers from mm-hmm. recycling and you see a little skirmish and you see one of the other deputies trying to break it up and then common makes his present with two lackeys robert sims robert that's a, that's sims they call him just they just call him sims sims he comes down and immediately the tone changes immediately like everybody like brushes to the side and stops talking like my my thing is, wouldn't the deputy have the same power as judicial? What's the the? It seems like the, the main crime here is getting going out to clean. Right. Wouldn't the deputy have the power to make you clean just as much as judicial? Why are you so much more afraid of judicial? Is judicial torturing people, and we haven't found this out yet? Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Like, I feel like judicial is like the main government, like the main people, the overlords of everything right now. So you've got like your mayor. And then you have like your police, which is the sheriffs and stuff underneath her. But then above the mayor, maybe there's an overall president or something we don't know about yet. And that's the person like in charge of judicial. You know what I see judicial? It's almost like um, not even FBI, but like CIA, because they talk about them having, you know, whisperers and contributors and and eyes and ears everywhere. Right. Like I, I, I feel like they're more like the CIA. But again, what punishment is judicial going to do that's worse than what a deputy could do? Because if you remember when Holston got, went out to clean and they were betting on whatever, how long he lasted, there was a little squirmish in the cafeteria. Right. And then um, Hank, the sheriff there, he breaks it up. And then as soon as they see the deputy, they just chill. Because um, like and we were talking about it, like they don't have guns. They don't carry a baton. Right. Just the fear of I can put you out to go clean keeps everybody you know in check and you mentioned it's kind of like how everybody has nukes now no one wants to really have a war right 
Well, most people. Most people. Yeah. But Bad most example. people. <laughs> but but still, like I'm I'm still want to see what makes judicial so much worse than the regular deputy. But it's the first. In- and when we see them come, we see their presence and the fear everybody around has of them. Right. But right. we haven't seen, I, I, at this point, we haven't seen why there's so much more afraid of them than it's gotta the be sheriff something and the big. deputy. It's got to be something big. Yeah, they're torturing people. Or, or they're going to make your whole family go clean? Maybe. But it doesn't seem like there's a lot of people who go out and clean. No, it seems like there's like many years in between. Exactly. Like so maybe because that's the fear is keeping everybody in check. Yeah. Yeah. So Julius is continuing telling this uh, story to um, Martha Walker, right? Um, about you know what they found, and when she's showing Holston everything in their their little apartment out down there, right? She opens up a box, a uh, a tin. Yeah, uh, tin box. But this is gonna like go towards your, This is gonna go towards your list that you want. Oh to yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I, okay. I, 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 boy, I created it. Okay. The the top of the letter said, "Do you remember where you found it?" And she told him, "This is where I found the Pez dispenser." They're right. not obviously not calling it that. They they pull out a Even couple of it says Pez on the side of it. It does say <laughs> Pez on the side of it, right? Uh, the, the they have a little mini Statue of Liberty. Um, um, they seashell. have a seashell, um, uh, a camcorder, um, a badminton, the little badminton ball, ball, like right. That's what it is, right? It's got the little feathers in the yeah, end of it. A little yeah, yeah. Badminton, yeah, yeah, a little badminton ball. Um, and then, I, so we talked about this last week. Um, we're going to start tallying up things that they obviously have no clue of because, you know, their previous generations failed them on teaching them basic things. In episode one, she didn't know there were birds that were flying in the sky. She just said, there's things flying in the sky. Mm-hmm. So they have no idea of the Statue of Liberty, camcorders, Batman, everything we, we mentioned here. And then you even mentioned they have no concept of swimming because when they were having the conversation about the water. Yeah. You know, so she's you worried about sink. the other thing. Yeah, because... They just sink, she says. She just think that they're, you just you would just sink. There's nothing yeah, else to do. Yeah, people sink in the water, so yeah. they don't... No swimming pools but how, but in the silo. But how would she know that, though? Because they sh- That you just sink in water. Well, a bathtub, anything. I mean... But you're not just sink. sink. But who's, whose bathtub is big enough for them to actually no, you be know able to I mean. figure out if they're going to be able... They're going to sink. So how would oh. she know that you'd sink in water? There's not a pool that I know of anywhere, so obviously they don't know what to swim, but anything that they can just fall yeah. all the way to the bottom. She's afraid of something that well, I, it doesn't make any sense why she's afraid of it because she hasn't seen it anywhere to know that she would just drop to the bottom. Well, once you're saying when you're saying deep this, enough. like when we were rewatching it here, right? She she obviously has a fear of the water and the swimming, and when Holston um, shows her the body of George Wilkes, you know, she, he mentioned he says to her, "Have you ever seen, you know." A, a, a body and she's like my little brother when when she was whatever 12 and then a year later the mom so i'm, I'm putting two and two together maybe the brother had a, a a water incident and that's why she has the fear of like the water drowned in the tub like he's drowned in the tub because he's young, younger and, okay. and then and then he also says you're also susceptible to suicide so then i'm assuming the mother maybe committed suicide the year after because of the loss of the brother Okay, I'll so, allow it then. So maybe that's why she has that fear of, of right. the water so much in a world where it doesn't look like everybody has swimming pools, you know, in their in their their floor, in their level, quote unquote, to, for exercise. The stairs is more than enough exercise. Yeah. So our list is going to keep growing, I'm assuming, because shows like this like these kind of little Easter eggs, putting these things out that they have no clue about. Right. right? So it'll be fun to see how big the, this list gets. Yeah. But then she also finds a, a string 
attached to something. She funnels it out, and then she leaves. He left her a bag that was dangling over the edge yep. of the that the back cave that they're in. And, <laughs> and, and inside of it is is the hard drive, the famous hard drive, the that thing that she printed out that um, George Wilkes printed out that his wife had emailed at work on how to recover files. Right. And and then on the back is her handwriting. So now they both realize that yeah. their, their Al- connection. Al- Allison's handwriting. Yeah. yeah. Juliet now realizes that, you know, Allison and George met. Holston interviewed George after she went out to clean. They're all connected because of this hard drive like you've mentioned before. Right. So that's when they, it's all now put into place. And Holston kind of assures her that right now, for right now, he has to put it as a quote-unquote suicide. But she's going to look into it further and right. send her a sign. Right, right. And this is why this is why she's upset in the yes. very beginning of the episode because he ended up... It's a year later. It's a year later. He kills himself by going outside. Mm-hmm. He did not help solve, obviously, the murder of her boy toy. And <laughs> her so... Like she's upset. That's basically what it all boils down to. But then, because there's no sign, she there's, she there's no sign. So, but then here's the kicker of the entire thing, though. Before Halston dies, yep, he leaves a letter to Marnes, to Marnes, stating who he thinks should be uh, the new sheriff. Marnes holds that back from Mayor Johns, and yep. finally, towards the end of the episode, in current in current time, he you know reveals it to her and because it, judicial made their recommendation. Yeah, the mayor, or, which we haven't been introduced to the mayor yet. No, I'm sorry, not the mayor, the the judge. Yeah, the judge. Yeah, we've been introduced to the judge yet. And so the judge picked, I think they said five candidates that are washes, but one that's a for sure. Yeah. And that used to be a deputy in the past, yep. but then went to, ju- to judicial for, I guess, better hours because he was having a family or something. Yeah. Uh, and then... Oh, no, vice versa. He went there for, you know, because he chose, it's a better... I guess job, but now that he has a family, he wants better hours because judicial. Oh, is that what he said? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So being a deputy, you get better hours than judicial, right? Because you know you're probably yeah. snooping all you know all times at night, right? And then Marn says, which wouldn't be a bad. He's not there could be worse choices. Yes, he, he actually is okay with that choice. But yep. then then he tells the mayor that um, Halstead actually did choose someone, and that choice was. Juliet, Juliet. in yeah. engineering, which yeah. makes no sense, and that he left her his badge. Right. Like, you know, now the mayor is really, she's kind of an outside thinker. She's like, I want to at least meet her. Yeah. And instead of having her come up, she wants to go and walk Walk, walk the silo. Walk the silo. 142 Show. floors, I want to say. Hey, she's in shape. She wants to walk the uh, walk the silo, let the people know that, you know, that she's still around, even though she just she just sent their sheriff out. Yeah. But she's trying to, like, you know, put on a good face. She's while a good she politician. Like, she's a good politician. And she also, let's not, like, when they go and have this meeting, when uh, mm-hmm. Marn shows up, she's sitting there knitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, That's a, a, like a little blankie or something yeah, like that. Ba- new babies New coming. babies. And yeah. so she's that... She's that kind of a caring mayor. I mean, obviously, it's a small, it's a smaller group than obviously what the real world is. But yeah. like, guess it's something that she's done her entire term. Yeah. Um, is just knit these things for every newborn, but not every newborn baby, not as every, many as she could do. I think it was like she would do one for every ten. But yeah. now she's lucky if she can get like five out or something yeah. a year or something. So, which means they're producing at a decent rate down there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so now. We we're gonna see where where this is gonna go because it's yeah. like 
why out of all the people why Juliet? Now they show you Juliet goes back to the the Bat Cave. I'll call it. I don't know what or what are we are George's Cave. What are you, what are we calling this thing? We'll just call it the the. Like, like, let's stick with the Bat Cave. I okay. kind of like the Bat Cave. <laughs> okay. She goes back to the Bat Cave. Now she has some you know she has some courage. You know she takes the rope, ties it up. She goes down there and she gets stuck. So and, she knows where this door is. I'm just throwing this back to you. She knows that there's something underneath the water because they did talk about it. Why do you keep thinking it's underneath the water? Why? Because he there's a he says like they have a they, there was a conversation that was had about it being under the water. And why do you think she's got a rope that goes all the way down I, to the water? He said no, that he's no, looking he's, for underneath the water. That's why the rope is there. I don't know if it's I I I I, I, I got to go back and see. I don't re- recall this conversation about the door being underneath the water at all. It's irrelevant. And, and they, Move on. So I'm I'm just thinking she thinks the door is somewhere, uh, you know, down there. I don't I don't know if it's because under the water you would think what is she she gonna bring? Because she only she brought was a light and the rope and a bag. Like that doesn't make sense that it would you know preparing to go underwater and that's what you're bringing. I don't know. It's just it, it's I I don't remember the that conversation, but maybe you're right. Uh, we'll we'll dig back. But she's stuck, and that's where the episode ends. Yeah. Like I, I, me, I wouldn't go down there because I would, I would be worried. I don't have enough strength to climb all the way back up. That was a, that was deep. It was, it was looked like a deep, deep hole. Do you remember uh, the movie with Chuck Norris? And it was like this kid who always like had like these, uh, wasn't like he always like he would like um, daydream in like school and stuff like that. That he was like in a Chuck Norris movie. I remember you that remember kid. Movie? Yeah, I remember well, that movie. At some point in that movie, that kid gets stuck on a rope, yeah. right? And he's got to climb to the top, and yeah. he can't do it because he's so weak. And then he envisions Chuck Norris next to him, and Chuck Norris teaches him how to climb the rope. I remember, and that that boy actor, he was kind of famous for a little I while. I think he died. Like he committed suicide. I think. Oh, really? I oh. think so. I know the movie. Oh man, now you're gonna make me. Try Anyways, to that's how I learned how to climb a rope. Was actually from that movie. And Did I'm, your school make you climb rope? No, but oh, I remember man. climbing a rope for like one of the first times, and I actually used the method that Chuck Norris shows this kid. Oh, tying your leg around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we, because I always thought you just used your arms, and then nah, when he nah, shows a way to do it. I was like, "Oh, that makes more sense." You're almost like climbing it, like kind of like a snake, like slithering up on top of it. You, you know, my my high school and stuff. They had the rope, but they never, never used it. It was they'd be afraid some kid thing. would fall. <laughs> some kid would fall. No, serious. Like if like for how high those ropes would go, that that would be a that'd be a bad thing. I remember the movie. Remember back in the it. day, like you yeah. had jungle gyms and stuff like that, that there was no padding underneath on like cement. Yep. At least at my schools. And then at some point they decided, oh, we'll put like this little thin padding on the bottom of it. So if you did fall off the monkey bars or something like that, you wouldn't get that bad of a concussion. Now it's like there's gotta be sand underneath it. It's got yep. this full squishy board that you can like bounce off of. They don't mess around they anymore. They don't mess around, around. So it was Sidekicks. Sidekicks. There you go. And it was Jonathan Brandeis. Is he still is he still alive? No, he passed away in 2003. Yeah. Wow. Good good memory on that one. You know, I remember the movie, but I it was like deep in my archives. Well, you just said it, I remembered the movie. But yeah. it's one of those things you don't think about or even remember. I guarantee if we did that on Still Holds Up, that movie ain't holding up. Oh, probably All not. Right. I, let's if wrap- American Ninja didn't, how would this? And American Ninja is a better movie. Let's wrap this episode because we're rapid firing right now. We're going to now go watch the third episode and jump back on this podcast. Um, but hey, thank you everybody for listening. Don't forget to check out our Patreon page. If you like what you're hearing, which you must have if you made it this far into the podcast or you just lost, you know, 
all interest. Or you fell asleep or whatever the case is. But if you made it this far, go check out our Patreon page. Help us get some coffee. Stay awake for these episodes. Even though they're good, we have to do them late at night because we still have day jobs and stuff. And then our wives like us to be home sometimes. So please send us your support, send us your love. If you can't afford any money, no worries. Just hit the follow button, hit the like button, share with your friends, share us like a virus. We will really appreciate that. Max, anything else? You want to know who that that the the coach was who was screaming at 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 at, at him? Who? Remember this guy? <laughs> I can't even I can't even find him in the ad. Oh man, I just butchered the end of this podcast. But can you see? Can you see my screen? I mean, I can a little bit. Nobody else can is listening to us. Oh, it doesn't matter. And I can't find his name. He he was he always played that. Um, remember the remember Night Court, the big tall. Um, oh yeah. yeah. What's his name? Uh, I, I don't know. Find, but now I'm going to have to go dig up Night Court. Know but he was the coach screaming. Now I'm going to go back to Night Court. Night Court was a good show, by the way. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We're going to cut Max <laughs> off now. We will catch you next time. Say goodbye, Max. I, I still got to find it. Richard Mall. Goodbye, Max. <laughs> That's his name. Music composed by Kyle Torme. Subscribe to the Extremist podcast feed at rotcherbrainmedia.com slash the extremist. Subscribe to Roger Brain Media feed at rotcherbrainmedia.com and support Roger Brain Media by visiting patreon.com slash rotcherbrainmedia.com.